you must be pleased to be at home for your rally this weekend. Yeah, it makes a change. So no, it's uh, yeah, it's good that I'm here, and obviously in the first round of the British Championship. So yeah, quite uh, quite looking forward to it. I mean, the event itself goes back a long way, doesn't it? As well, it's got a long history. I think it must be one of the longest sponsorship events probably in the UK. Um, I can't remember how many years I've been supporting it, but it must be it must be at least thirty. That's for sure, if not more. Well, funny enough, I picked I picked up the number forty six times basically. The runs the basically on the you go Google and and it says forty six times. So that says that a right? lot. Of, sorry. Gosh, I didn't realise it was that many. Well, absolutely. Well, there you are. You don't look any older, do you? As well. Wow. Wow. No, I didn't think I, that's well. I didn't think it was that long. That's for sure. But anyhow, yeah, great. Well, that's fantastic. Um. Looking at the uh, the rally itself, I mean, it's a, it's a one-day event. It basically covers about 45 stage miles, but we're talking about Greystoke, we're talking about Grisdale, uh, Wythop, um, Hubcarton, and also Coombe, the stages you're going to be using. But again, very interesting stages, a lot of personality those stages have got. Well, all the stages have all previously been used on uh, on RAC rally in, in years gone by. So, in, in fairness, yeah, there's, they're all classic. Uh, they're all classic stages, particularly Grisdale. Grisdale was always the most difficult, one of the most difficult stages on uh, on the RSA rally. Absolutely, because Greystoke is, is is sort of under your under your control, isn't it, Greystoke Forest? Yeah, that's our <clears throat> main gravel testing venue for the for M Sport. So, yeah, obviously we uh, we're quite familiar with with that one. We've got a full entry list, and it's interesting looking at the top of the entry list. We've got uh, Adrian and Alex in the Fiesta heading the heading the, the entry, and then below Adrian and uh, and Alex, we've got uh, one um, Jordan Serradilius, and also uh, his uh, he's sitting alongside or a guy called Gregoire uh, Munster, who is a rally driver, but he's actually doing a co-driving job at the weekend. Yeah, well, it's it's um, Jordan's protege, basically. Jordan's uh, investing in Gregor Munster um, to hopefully uh, take him, find a way to take him to the top. He obviously thinks he's got a lot of potential, so which is fantastic. Uh, and also, of course, it fits in with the fact that you're you're adding your support to this Motorsport UK Academy for co-drivers, which is quite an interesting project, isn't it? Yeah, the guys here are working uh, working on that with the Motorsport UK and the team of them guys are up as well for the rally the weekend. So we'll get a chance to catch up and discuss, yeah, discuss the whole of British rally. Because, I mean, you can't ignore the fact that the co-driver is part of that team in the car and he plays a very vital role, uh, obviously, in reading the pace notes of the driver. And the co-driver certainly does play a vital role. He can win and lose your rallies, that's for sure. Because, I mean, they tend to be overlooked in that respect. But uh, the point being that, obviously, with this weekend, you're going to have an opportunity for, obviously, for Adrian and also for Jordan Serradidis to have a run in the cars. I mean, Jordan is going to be driving the Puma. We're on rally car. And I know you've obviously had a bit of a run in it yourself as well, haven't you, recently? Yeah, I actually shook his car down last uh, last Friday. But it's a, it's a good warm-up for both Jordan and um, Adrian, who will then be flying straight off to Mexico Rally, which is a World Championship event next week, next weekend. Absolutely. And uh, I think I remember when you had the first outing driving the Fiesta going back a few years, I seem to remember a photograph of you in Stobart overalls. 
probably was. Still wore the, <laughs> prob- and still wore the same overalls the other day. It goes back a long way, obviously. But um, one thing that was interesting that was pointed out, the fact you weren't wearing any gloves when you actually went out on the chess track at Davenby Hall. Uh, you are right, and it's I simply forgot. But I did wear them later on. Well, no, I just wondered whether possibly not having the gloves on, you felt felt you'd get more of a feedback through the, through the steering wheel or something like that. No, no, it was purely uh, a mistake on my part. I forgot them. Well, you won't get banned from rallying because of that, obviously. Um, going back, of course, to Sweden, what a great result and a real battle royal between um, Oit and Craig. But interesting in the sense that Craig had gone back to Hyundai I do from from Hyundai to to join the team for this year and beyond. And uh, what a great battle. But in some respects, that result for Oit said an awful lot about what M Sport felt at that particular time. Yeah, I mean, we we never had any doubt what Oit could do. And in all honesty, we didn't expect him to um, do it as as quick as he did in Sweden. It was completely down to him. He only had, like, one fastest time, but... uh, he showed his true class and uh, and obviously the potential of the car for the future. And how much of doing the Atopa rally in uh, in uh, Estonia, uh, which is what they did prior to the event as a test, how did that help in getting the car set up? Um, well, it's just it's more time in the car because you've got limited testing this year. So it gave him an opportunity to try more options, um, which obviously helped benefit and make him comfortable for the event. But does you, does this mean you can actually do you can enter an event and, and and rally on that event without it affecting the number of test days you've got within the regulations or how does it work? Yeah, correct. As long as the organisers allow the current uh, World Rally Cars to run, then uh, there's no issue with uh, with competing on on different events. It obviously helps a great deal anyway. Mexico, uh, interesting. I mean, it's going to be an interesting event. Altitude has some effect on uh, Mexico, doesn't it? Massive effect. Um, we're looking at probably as much as 30% reduction in power on some stages. So, you know, you have to think about that when you're doing all your setup testing and everything like that because things don't react in the same way as when you've got your full complement of power. But uh, the guys seem to be quite happy with a good test in Spain last week. So um, it's going to be very difficult for Oit running first car on the road. It's, 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 it's anywhere where you pay the biggest price then is Mexico. Because he had some drama in Mexico a few years ago, didn't they? Ended up under the water at one point. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That was a very worrying time, but uh, he survived that. And so, yeah, we don't want any of that this this year for sure. How do you actually sort of compensate in terms of getting the the the, the engine balance right when you're in those sort of situations at the higher altitudes? I mean, what's what's the what's the secret, or don't we want to give the secret away? Yeah, I suppose it's not any real big secret, but we're very fortunate to have the use of the climatic chamber at uh, at Ford down in Dunton. So it means that we can actually simulate those sort of conditions and, and what uh, the power is like. So when we went to test in Spain, as an example, we ran with the power that we would know that we will have at sort of six, seven thousand feet in Mexico. Mm. Now, Fiesta is due to be, um, if you like, ended in June of this year, Ford are shutting down Fiesta as a, as a model. How does that affect the, the championships and the, and, the, and the progress with the championships for, with Fiesta for the foreseeable future? 
no impact whatsoever. Um, we've between ourselves, M Sport UK and M Sport Poland, we've purchased around 500 body shells, um, and Ford have made a commitment to continue to supply all the parts for the foreseeable future. Because you wanted to develop, I think, uh, more of activi more activity in Rally Ford as well, didn't you? Um, well, we've currently got the full range Rally Rally Two right down to Rally Five, so. Mm. But all in all, I mean, the Fiesta has been uh, obviously the bedrock of a lot of success over the years, and uh, obviously world titles uh, won uh, more recently. And again, it, it says a lot about the, the, the value of that particular model, doesn't it? Yeah, and we obviously, as I say, we intend to continue with it for the, for the foreseeable future, certainly the next two, three years, um, until we come up with a replacement for, uh, for, for the Rally 2, uh, well, all the categories, basically. That's fantastic. Well, can I wish you all the very best for the weekend? And obviously, I'm sure a lot of spectators will be out watching the rally, but they're going to be entertained, I'm sure, and enjoy a day on Saturday watching the rally as it travels through the stages up there. But good luck for the weekend. I hope it all goes well, yeah?